and welcome to this week's edition of The Time and Place, the gospel conversation show where we discuss faith on the fringes and do our best to bring God's word to God's world. I'm Solomon, and this is Julian. Yo. And today we're going to be talking about a bunch of things, and I can't even ask what the heck is going on in the world today because there's too much that's going on in the world, Dude. and it's everything. But yeah, we're going to be talking about Disney's gay <laughs> and... The cuckolding of Will Smith. Ooh, that, that hurts to say. <laughs> it hurts to think about. Yeah. So I, I thought it was real immediately. I oh, yeah, I did fake. too. I never thought it was fake. And I was very surprised to see all these people saying, oh, it's fake. It's oh, Hollywood. It's, it's a no distraction. One's, no one's watching the Academy yeah, Awards. Yeah, ratings. Like, well, that's true, but uh, it's still, you know. But it already happened, so nobody was watching it anyway. Like, yeah, stage a stunt for next well, year. Well, yeah, but it's like, well, everybody saw it the later. Yeah, on and YouTube. so what are we tuning in the day after? <laughs> That's the, what I'm saying. It already happened. Whoever was watching got to see the silence and didn't even know what was going on until the Japanese version came out with the actual audio. But um, yeah, I thought it was a real immediately. And my first instinct with that, my first, my hot take. And this is why I don't have, like, I'm not on Twitter because I would just make a fool of myself. I, I take too many things back so, <laughs> so fast. My hot takes are always wrong. And this is one of them. This would have been one of them because my first take was, all right, cool. Right. Like, standing up, you know. For, for your his, wife. For his wife. And, all right, you know, like, it's maybe not time and place, but. You know, I could see going up and smack somebody or like, right, you know, or any other like any situation. All right, cool. And, and Will Smith tends to, seems to be the guy like have have that tendency to uh, old school kind of. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Kind of family values or whatever. Right. You think kind of. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> what I didn't know. And this is why my hot take is wrong. <laughs> because while Will Smith will jump to defend the honor of his wife. We talk about her bald head. He apparently <laughs> is totally fine with men sleeping with her. Oof. Which, I mean, it's insane. Yeah. I was like, whoa, whoa, what? They have an open marriage? An what? open marriage. Yeah. I was like, uh, that changes the whole thing. I mean, because it's not... It, it changes the whole thing, but it also kind of explains the whole situation, I think. Because yeah. I think what we saw was a guy who actually probably does have those traditional family values i would say correct family values of marriage and uh and and honor and uh dignity <laughs> and things but is held hostage by today's <laughs> standards of or no standards of right marriage and relationships and love and marriage and anything and so while it would be like i, I guess close-minded of him to smack the guy who slept with his wife <laughs> It's it, he's a hero for smacking the guy who made fun of a bald head. Right. But it's like he had to let it out somehow. Yes. I think we saw the frustration of this guy who's completely humiliated mm -hmm. and in, made the, a, in public. It made cuckold of yeah, public. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. Well, I didn't know. Wow. But <laughs> everyone else knew. But yeah, it apparently it was like a thing. Yeah. And I think that's where that was coming from. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think that's like what I don't think he was actually upset about the joke. I think he's upset that he's been basically castrated by right. a husband and man. And can't do anything about his relationship. I mean, he could, but he won't. I mean, are we that far gone where you're, if your wife cheats on you, you have to be like, okay, honey, I hope you found what you were looking for. 
You know what I mean? If you he can't wants to be like, I'm out of here. If he wants to be a Hollywood player, yes, that's the problem. Because, like, you know, Will Smith is Will Smith, but his name doesn't carry the clout it used to. Like, when's the last time a Will Smith movie, like, really brought in bank? Uh, I don't know. Right? I mean, Independence. That's probably my favorite Will Smith movie. <laughs> he was almost Neo. <sighs> that would be cool. He passed on it mm. to make Wild Wild West. I thought Brad Pitt almost passed on. Pitt. Him too? Yeah, Brad yeah. Pitt turned down Neo. That would be weird, though. I don't know if I'd like that. Yeah, I can't imagine it without, <laughs> without Keanu. Keanu. Yeah, yeah, that's totally weird. But yeah, I mean, he hasn't had a hit hit in a while. Uh, well, I am Legend was okay. Well, I mean, well, he, he had a hit, but <laughs> he didn't get paid for that. He paid for that. <laughs> Might lose his Oscar. You see the, the meme with uh, Zelensky is on the phone. It's like, Will Smith, <laughs> do you hear what Putin said about your wife? He's on a plane right now. <laughs> oh, man. That was nuts. Yeah. I and, did, you, did you watch the Oscars? No. When's the last time you ever watched the Oscars? Maybe the nineties, yeah, yeah. I'll probably was in high school. I vaguely remember Billy Crystal hosting the Oscars. Like that's my favorite <laughs> reference. Yeah, that was a while ago. <laughs> I can't remember. They've always just been dumb. Right? It's never anything you saw or cared about. I never saw it as like the Super Bowl. People no. talk about like, oh, we used to watch the Oscars on your, your Oscar year. parties, and yeah. yeah. It's like what? No. Really? It was always just this thing that was on. Yeah. I, who can afford to go see all the movies? <laughs> exactly, and, and they're not like movies. That are playing everywhere. Like you gotta yeah. want to see these we, movies. We only and have seek one art house theater here. Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> and it doesn't get all the, all the movies. And it's never full. No one's ever there. <laughs> yeah, no one's ever there. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's Oscars. They've been dead for a while. But all the award shows are kind of like that. Like it's big news when somebody you know wins or somebody like you like wins. Like when uh when Arcade Fire won a Grammy, it was like whoa, Arcade Fire won. Don't they just hand out Grammys? Yeah, kind of. But they kind of hand out just hand out Oscars too. There's a whole article I read one time about how uh, they do like makeup Oscars. Like Pacino didn't get one when he should have, so they gave him one later mm. for a sense of a woman. Like obviously that movie sucked, but they're like it. He earned it at this point. Just give it to him. Like gimme. Yeah, basically. Uh, and I'm sorry. Yes, <laughs> it's yeah. a makeup. You'll get it eventually. Just hang in. Yeah, I feel like that was like Leonardo DiCaprio. I knew, Hell yeah, I knew that much. Like he like didn't have one forever. Forever, yeah. And then I guess it was the Revenant, right? Yeah, that was the one he finally got it for. I remember, and I remember seeing this meme. It was like a picture of him in uh, Wolf of Wall Street, and a picture of him in The Aviator, and a picture of him <laughs> in uh, I think Departed, and like all like all these movies where he's like really intensely yeah, acting yeah. and like crying. And drooling and like writhing on the ground, like so. And it was like, how many times does Leo have to drool to get an Oscar? <laughs> it was in the Revenant. Yeah, just he one more. He's gonna get get attacked by a bear. <laughs> he, a I movie. Mean, he's a great actor. He's a great actor. We were talking about this at work. Uh, <laughs> I was saying how he's only handsome on film because when he's not filming, he just lets himself go. Oh yeah. But he's dedicated to getting handsome again for film, and I think they should give him an Oscar just for that. Mm, okay. Like when he's on camera, he's 23 again. But off camera, he's just an old man. Camera takes off. Yeah. 20 pounds. Exactly. <laughs> the salary takes it off. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man. I mean, the award shows are dead. Hollywood's exploding. After Weinstein, after yeah. that came out, I was like, well, that's it. Yeah. That's a wrap. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not, it's not, I think. It's, it's always been hypocritical, right? I mean, we just know about it now. Yeah. I think it just. <sighs> It's still recording. Are we going? Yeah, it's still recording. The red light's on. Uh-oh. No, it's good. Uh, falling asleep, dude. <laughs> you can't be falling asleep. 
No, it's fine. It's always been uh, hypocritical, but it wasn't so – they didn't let everybody see it. Yeah. That's the thing. It was like everybody knew it, but it was like nod, nod, wink, wink. In public, we're all smiling, happy friends. Right. So it, it, so th- that's kind of a weird like kind of thinking about that because I've thought about that when, when they talk about like Sinatra and like mm-hmm. all these old school stars and you see these like – biographies or exposés or whatever it's like man everybody was doing coke or like <laughs> you wouldn't believe who was who marlon brando was sleeping with and like all these things that they just had no clue right. about back then but did so did the reporters not know about it or did they respect people like did they respect the people and thought we don't want to tarnish their name so we won't report on these mm. things were they were they killing stories and just not reporting on true kind of more deviant stuff that was going on in politics and celebrities or did they just Hmm. were better at hiding it? I can't imagine they're better at hiding it. I mean, you know what it was though? Like back then a reporter had to catch it. Now, like some guy on the street could catch. Yeah. And that, then it blows up. But there was also that there was like respect for institutions, right? Like Hollywood was an institution. Yes. No one wanted to like talk about it. We all knew it. Yeah. But he was leading us through the Cold War, and he was getting us to space, and like he's an American icon. So that I think still happens. Not that, that they're they're not protecting like real people who they actually respect. And mm-hmm. I think though, I think they're pushing narratives that they feel like they need to push the mm-hmm. media, and, like journalists and news organizations and stuff. I think it's more broad. It's not more. It's not like uh, we got to protect this one person. It's we have to protect mm-hmm. this ideology. Right. Or something. Mm-hmm. And so we'll just go along with anything or not report stuff or whatever. Like, I don't think anybody wanted to protect Hunter Biden. You know right. I mean? or yes. Even, or even really Joe Biden. No. But they you couldn't know? lose. But they did, But they wanted to protect uh, that. The status left. quo. Yes. Yeah. Democratic. That's... They just didn't want Trump. <laughs> yes. And so that's exactly what it was. It wasn't to, like, help or protect the Bidens. It was, we can't let Trump win. Mm. So, and they learned from the Hillary thing. Right. The whole Russia or whatever. And all that. So they're like, okay, well, we can't make that mistake again. So uh, just bury this Kill it. Hunter Biden thing yeah. and just don't let it happen. And then we'll come out later with it or whatever. And so I think that's what it is now. Where I think back then it was, I think they actually respected Sinatra. I think mm. they actually respected Kennedy. I think they actually respected all these movie stars and stuff. And just like, well, okay, I heard Marlon Brando slept with like three dudes, but... We don't want to, you know. America can't handle that. Yeah, like, let's just not talk about that, you know. You know what I mean? And I think it's just, they just kept it hush-hush. And then, but now, you know, it's that Spider-Man thing, right? Like, you know, we want more than a hero to see a hero fall, Mm, right? mm -hmm, Right. Like, he lives long enough to become the villain kind of thing. That's that, it's like that... That death of an American dream, kind of. Like, mm-hmm. we used to believe that we could be successful, and that's why we looked up to successful people. But now nobody believes they can ever be successful because the game is rigged, so they hate successful people. And when they fail, then it's like, yeah, you're just like me, and you're worse than me. Yeah. Do you tend to think that people are better than you or worse than you? Uh, Not in terms of, like, character. In terms of, like, skill. Like, if I see someone who's no, famous I mean, for something, yeah. like... No, I mean, like, in sin and character and, like... <sighs> occasionally I'll have that like that initial shock at hearing something. Yeah. But then I'll be like, well, I did, you know, I think about what I did. <laughs> like, right. it's pretty bad also. I think I was, I, I could see enough of people that I respected 
mistakes or I heard about things mm-hmm. or whatever. Oh, wow. As a kid or whatever, even like of adults that I respect and stuff. Uh, and so I knew, I think I kind of knew pretty early on that we're all pretty bad, <laughs> you know, like right. I tend to think of myself as like a sinner mm-hmm. and, but I was like, but I don't think I'm any worse off. Right. Than people. It sounds like very negative, but I don't think it is because it's like, we're all in the same boat. I think yeah. we're all in the trenches of sin. Right. And we're all kind of, you know, so that I think it sounds depressing, but you know, I think the, the far end of the other side is, is idolizing people. Right. And just, I don't know. It, it, I mean, that's then you're like, crushed if they fall. Right. That's what happens when like, pastors fall yeah, all the time. Cause it's like, well, that's where your hope and faith was, was in him. Right. But so that it's, uh, you don't, shouldn't put your hope and faith in humanity. And if you say like, don't have any hope in humanity, it's like, wow, that's pessimistic. Wow, that sucks, <laughs> you know. But no, it's like, it's just, uh, your, hope, your hope and faith has to be in Christ. Right. And so, because you won't ever find that uh, expose about, about Christ. You know, <laughs> Da Vinci Code tried it. You know, yeah, it didn't stick. Or whatever. Or, or time time life, or whatever. Well, every time, year, yeah, every Easter. Nat Geo. The real a, Jesus. Yeah. Right? <laughs> the real Jesus, the real lost books of the Bible. Like, oh, we lost. These were always <laughs> we like, knew about. Always them. Had the, was pocket, but you but know. know what? The thing that those work on people who don't know about that the same way that um, I was thinking about this because when you talk about the Hunter Biden laptop, it was a buried story, but everybody knew about it still. I thought, like, who doesn't know about this? They're talking about it online all the time. Right. The people who aren't yeah. online don't know about it. Right. So like middle America yeah. is still like, well, the news and Hollywood and dude, it's so weird. I go to my grandparents' <laughs> house and they don't have satellite or cable. Or oh my God. Or like internet. <laughs> they got the dude. rabbit ears still. Dude, they've got, there's like the local stuff. Wow. And so, I mean, they're watching like the today show. Oh my God. Every day. You know what I mean? That's where they're getting their news. Wow. And they're watching Jimmy Fallon. They're getting the, the local paper. and Yeah. Like, can you imagine that world? No. So, like, sometimes <laughs> we were out with, when we first moved into our old house, we didn't have internet for like a month. And so we only watch TV on the internet. It's yeah, all, yeah. we're only stream. We don't have satellite right. or cable or anything. So it's all just like streaming stuff and, uh, and podcasts and, mm-hmm. you know, just internet, you know, kind of news. And so we, we, but we had like just nothing but local channels for like a month. And it's weird. It's like, oh man, there's people who watch, Family Feud, you know, <laughs> you know, like, like that's like appointment I, TV. I see the clips of like Steve right, Harvey, Steve Harvey, you know, joking around stuff, and it's like, oh, people watch that. Yeah, but you're not going to sit like, through an episode, right? Right, but people do, <laughs> and it's so weird to see that. Like, it's like it's like visiting a third world or something. You know what? That was now that you mentioned it. House My grandparents were those people. They would watch yeah. Family Feud. That yeah. was their favorite thing. Right. Or just like Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. Like entertain- oh, my God. Entertainment Tonight. Yes. And like the Today Show, like ABC News, like all the like normal, basic television, not even cable news. Yeah. Like that's it. This has got its own problems. Cable and cable <laughs> news and all that stuff. And just channels, regular TV. Just regular TV. It's like, holy crap. And it's like all those weird channels that have movies from the 70s and stuff. Like, oh, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, like laugh or whatever, like L A F. There's just reruns of that. It's like show. the in between two different channels, like twelve point five or twenty nine point four. Like what? <laughs> Adding channels in there, or like there's one that's called Grit. And, oh uh, man, and it's just like westerns and like old kind of stuff. Oh, my grandpa but, would love that. But it's always the middle of it. You never can like. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
You're never like it doesn't matter when you start watching. You're gonna just only see the middle. You've never seen the beginning of any movie. Never seen the beginning of any of these movies. I've seen like fragments of a bunch of westerns. That's no idea even like what they're called. You know. Oh my god. Yeah, that's great. Those like made for TV, you know, movies and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, the world people live in. It's so weird to me though. Like that's where people get their news and their information. So that's who believes. Mm. Huh? Oh, the Hunter Biden lab. Hunter, who, what, who's Hunter Biden? Yeah. Yeah. Second, right. second of all, oh, it's, I got, you know, 10 different people on these channels and stuff saying it's Russian propaganda. Yeah, that was Russian fake. We heard. Oh, okay. Settled. <clears throat> right. I'm not going to hear another word about it except for the talk. The newsman said. Yeah, the newsman. He's the newsman. <laughs> I'm watching the news. You know, it's weird. So do you think they were shocked by the Oscar slap? Was it like world shattering for them? Like Will Smith? Oh, I liked him. Yeah, they, and they probably still don't know anything about his open. His what? Yeah, right. Yeah, it's kind of a, it's kind of a, uh, a bliss to yeah. that. <laughs> like, a happy, like a happy mindset. You don't have to know that the world is falling apart and right. all your icons are frauds. Yeah, <laughs> but the, but the problem is they vote. Yeah, you know what I mean? that's true. Like you got, you're not getting all the information and get to vote. I was, I was in a Tim pool today and they had on uh, one of the cops from the Breonna Taylor incident. Oh yeah. He's written, he wrote a book. He wrote a book. Yeah, yeah. That's what they had him on for. And he yeah. was telling the story. It was the first time I heard like a cop that was there tell the story. Yeah. And it was 180 from everything that had been talked about it. Yeah. Like a complete 180. Shocking. I had heard some of that stuff before, though. About, I had heard like, some of it. Knocked, even they, though see, they had a no-knock warrant. Right. The, the, right. I, I hadn't heard that, that they had knocked and identified themselves. I hadn't heard they gave them time. I hadn't heard that they caught them in the hallway. I, I heard that basically she was in on the drug operation and she was a person of interest, too. But all the other stuff was like, whoa. Yeah. I, I heard that she wasn't as much. I mean, I, I, I know she was. Well, he was saying that she wasn't just working with him when they when they wiped his phone to get texts for evidence and stuff apparently she was like a a, a a node for a bunch of different dealers like she was a money man for all of them like she's holding the money she's the safe house she's keeping but I think I think she was still used in, in, to a certain extent you know mm. what I mean I think she thought maybe these people cared about her oh, or yeah like, that's hard to believe but in some way but I don't think she was like hey I want to live this life I right think she right was just kind of caught up and she's ride or die for her man and yeah, this is what he's doing yeah. and we're in on uh, right and they just we're in this her. together yeah but th didn't they show something too about what he said to his mom or something and then it was totally different than what he was like telling the cops and stuff like, yeah they said he changed the story like three different times to the cops in court well they had like a recording or something with his mom saying like yeah i i threw my gun or something hmm. and it was like and then he's saying like i'm unarmed or, and it was like what you just said like it was like something totally wow. Like they caught him in a lie or something. I can't Which is crazy too, because this is the cop that he shot was the one that wrote the book. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. But man, I mean, just stuff like that. When I think about like how much information can't be hidden, but some people are still in the dark about it, just yeah. blows my mind. And maybe it's like too much information, you know? It's yeah, too much. Like with the the whole slap thing. I've seen people saying like, "Oh, it's fake. Oh, it's whatever." Mm -hmm. I think I'm. I think I'm better than the average person at seeing fake stuff. Right. I think. Mm -hmm. Have you ever had that? Like, do, is there has been something that you thought was fake or that you thought was real turn out to be fake? Uh, you see those stupid videos where like 
They're like prank videos or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, it's that KB guy does those like. It's like, <laughs> like, like those one with like this girl had her ponytails in the window uh-huh. and they're being rolled up. And she was like, oh no. And she was inside. Right. It was like, how about you Just roll push it down? It down. <laughs> Dummy. And it was like stupid. Like, I always see the like one that. where they're like, what's your, your biggest secret? I'll give you $500. And they say something like way too outrageous. Like, you wouldn't say that if yeah. that was really a th- Yeah. I, I mean, with that one too, I got a good eye for that. Well, I was like, I used to get hit fake all the time, so, <laughs> so I was like, well, that's that doesn't look like how I would do it. But <laughs> that's faker than wrestling. It's the fakest, the fakest. But yeah, I don't know. But also, that's what I think because I I relate everything on the media now to pro wrestling. So the fact that they cut the audio right away, and we only saw it through foreign broadcast makes me think it's 100% real. Yeah. Because if it was if it right. was on American TV and right. we had all seen it then it's like well it's fake cuz you don't see it unless they want you to. Yeah. Well they so I saw another clip too where they like I guess last year or some some somewhere they kicked out Jim Carrey from like the Golden Globes or something. You mm-hmm. see that? Uh, it was something Andy Samberg was on there he's like, "All right, we have to ask you to leave." And Jim Carrey's like, "All right, I'll go." But it was a total like <laughs> it was it was, it was like, a bit. Yeah, he yeah. like mentioned him in Sonic the Hedgehog or something. Okay, yeah. You know, they kind of like, but it was funny, and they like made it a bit and stuff, and um, so you could tell when it's fake, right? Or like when it's when it's when it's real. Uh, it's not scripted, probably. Like they're probably just saying, okay, he's gonna yeah, just do some stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, I, I believe the from the beginning. Oh like, yeah, oh, that that it was well. Real. Nothing's fake anymore, or nothing's re- nothing's real anymore on live TV after Janet Jackson. And mm-hmm. Kanye, they killed like live TV unplanned yeah. moments. When he said George Bush doesn't care about black people, that was it. Mike Myers died inside. <laughs> it's the reactions, dude. That's what that's what sells it. Wait, he just... <laughs> <laughs> you know what to say? And uh, Chris Rock's reaction, yeah, it was totally real. Of like, uh, can we take a break? <laughs> what are we or doing? Like, can we go in? Like, I think it hit him like later. I think it became real. Yeah, afterwards. Know, afterwards. Like the moment's too shocking. You're yeah. supposed to be giving out an award. And when he's know? like arguing, he's like, it was a GI Yeah. And I'm in the, the, you notice when he said, uh, oh, I could. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he didn't, he like, he held it. He, he held it. He goes like, because they were, he was saying like, keep my wife's name. And he's like, oh, I could. He set him up. And he's like, <laughs> And, and I didn't know about that, you know, all that stuff. But he, he was probably thinking, like, I can make some cuckoo right, joke right now or like something. Mm-hmm. But he didn't. Man, that I don't know if I would have had the restraint if I knew everything about their relationship. And this cuckold slapped me in the face. But he wants to be a player too. That's the thing. Like it, he just slapped you. Yeah. You but you're know, saying it can't. can't no, because then come back. Then you're the good guy, and Hollywood loves you because you kept decorum in this situation. But is that victim uh, currency? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that <laughs> yeah, but that's how you get by in Hollywood. Oh, When's man. the last time Chris Rock had a hit either? He should have let loose. So, ah. so by the real rules, okay, by Hollywood rules, he should have held his tongue. Yes. Let the cuckold slap him in the face. Right. And be the victim yes. and gain points He'll for get that. backstage. Everyone will give him a water, tell him how good he did. Right. <laughs> uh, but in reality, right. to real truth, he should have. Let him have. Yeah, right? you should just let it out on TV, like the whole world. <laughs> oh man, I, even then, I don't know. Should he have like just let him have it? Is that like what? What's the Christian response? Get slapped in the face? Uh, you turn the other cheek, right? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't. I mean, well, so 
in that he shouldn't have made that joke. I don't think. I don't. But did he? He didn't know about her alopecia. I've heard. That's what I heard. Mm. If he didn't know, but that was. I mean, that was a super tame joke too. It wasn't <laughs> it was that pretty, bad. Yeah, it was a pretty tame joke. But I don't know for that audience or for that time if it was tame. I don't know. Mm, I get. I mean, that's true. They're all super insecure. Like narcissists. Comedy club, you know. Yeah, the, right. Like, it's super. That's tame. nothing. But on national TV and like primetime, you know. Right. Uh, it was. Well, I think it's the audience too. Like it's actors who all take themselves super seriously, and they're all super insecure, and this yeah. is their big night. If he didn't know about the alopecia, then you give him a pass. Give him. A, then he shouldn't have got slapped. Okay. But if he did know. Then he should have got slapped. Ah, uh, I don't know. But then do we slap comedians for for making jokes that but are if it's personal? <laughs> you know what I mean? But those are the funniest jokes, <laughs> the personal ones. That's why I always think about like free speech on Twitter and stuff, and mm-hmm. like, well, well, he's joking. But then I uh, you see those mean tweets. Yeah, <laughs> one of them was Ashton Kutcher needs to get hit by a bus asap. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and it's like, okay, <laughs> if you were to tweet that, will you get deleted? Because is that like a threat? Are you making a, that's a funny joke? Yeah, but it's very personal and very direct violence towards <laughs> one person. <laughs> it's a call. It's literally a call to violence by a bus who want a specific. Person. But I mean, like I, I've always been of the opinion that if you <laughs> if you make yourself a public figure, you have to be able to deal with backlash and scrutiny. Kind of, yeah. So if you're if you're famous, someone can call for your murder. I mean, I feel like they do all the time. Isn't that a thing that happens? <laughs> well, I don't know. That's the thing. But like, how famous though? I mean, Oscar's well, famous. Why not just any Joe Schmo? Like, my manager needs to get hit by a bus. Because if someone threatens Ashton Kutcher, I don't think they're actually serious. So if someone threatens me, it's like, well, I'm nobody. They must really want to kill me. Who, who, who's to say? Because you can't read tone. You can't put, like, that's ast- true. joke asterisks on it. Yeah. You know, I've heard that suggested. Of, like, put a, put, you, there needs to be, like, some kind of emoji. <laughs> this is humor. Or symbol. And, yeah, it's like, oh, that that, that Yeah, helps. that kills it. That kills it. Yeah. Well, as, did you see Bill Burr's thing about uh, no doesn't mean no? Yes. <laughs> yes, I have. It's true, though, because it's like, all right, no doesn't mean no. But it's like, no means no. Right. No, that means no. But, <laughs> oh, my God, no, stop. You're so bad. Stop. No. That's not doesn't mean no. He's like, but then you get a bad read in court. It's like, she didn't say it like that. <laughs> I didn't even hear about this, and that's how big this was. No, also, it was Amy Schumer, so nobody cares about her. Kristen Dunst. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened to that. What but I don't know. That's the thing. No one knows I don't because even know about that. The because it was all Will Smith. Yeah, overshadowed. And I'm a, who cares about Amy Schumer? Mm-hmm. She's a joke thief anyway. Apparently, <laughs> shots fired. Have Amy, seen, we'll have you, have you on. No, I have. Yeah, websites? and they're like the one from with college humor was the most egregious. Which one was about dating a magician? Was it the? I thought that was a Patrice O'Neill joke. Oh, maybe maybe she I double guess. stole. Okay. <laughs> I, I know she know. stole John Mulaney's bit. That was oh. pretty spot on. Yeah, man, you can't you can't be doing that. No, that's like that's suicide. Especially with everything out there, like you can see everybody's oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah, there's no way to hide it anymore. Or you just like tweet something and you make yeah. a joke. Yeah, no, that's 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 lame. She's no. dull. she's not, she's not funny. No, she's really not. It's crazy, dude. Like, so but she leaned into that, like, I'm fat, I'm ugly, uh, and it's like, okay, well, that's not, <laughs> that's not, a th- I don't know how to feel about that. Yeah, you know, she was supposed to play Barbie. Oh, God. In the movie. 
Who, who, whoever cast that need to be shot. It's 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 guys kind of tweet that. <laughs> you know what? My wife got really mad at me one time because we were at Barnes and Noble when uh, a Star Is Born was was still big. Mm. The the new one, yeah. yeah. And that song was everywhere, and so you know I heard it like thirty times a day. Yeah. And we're just we're in there. I'm, I'm flipping through records, and it comes on, and just casually, I was like, God, if I hear this song, no, what did I say? Uh, <laughs> I said, if I hear this song one more time, I'm gonna shoot Bradley Cooper in the face. Mm-hmm. And she, <laughs> so Bradley, you can't say things like that in public. You know how ugly that sounds. <laughs> Dude, we were talking at dinner one time, me and Lauren, and uh, we were talking about the JFK assassination because <laughs> we're like we're like big fans of it. <laughs> of all the assassinations, that was the best one. <laughs> you know what I mean, like the conspiracy theory, right? Stuff. Yeah, probably my favorite assassination. <laughs> no, uh... <laughs> French Ferdinand was all right, but <laughs> JFK took it like a champ. Yeah, uh, so we were talking about it, and we like, talk about Lee Harvey Oswald and stuff, and uh-huh. did he did he work alone and all stuff, and the CIA and all these things. We were just talking about it, and I was like. I think he, I forget what I said. I said something like, I, I think he did it, but he knew there was another shooter, which I think is, or he did it, but the CIA, CIA knew he was going to do it mm. and sent a shooter to a, actually a do second it. shooter for insurance. Right. Right. And then did it also, but knew they could 100% pin it Put on, it on him. him. Yeah. Even with the weird bullets and stuff. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, he was there, which is true. Right. He had so a gun. He just pin it. Even Known communist. He wasn't completely innocent i think he right. was doing it and did get a shot off mm-hmm. but i think the cia also got a shot off and had him <laughs> as a pass, perfect patsy and stuff anyways so we're talking about all this and i said they i said I, I said he knew they knew that someone was going to shoot the president mm. and our alexa goes Would you? <laughs> we gotta go yeah i was like <laughs> oh. uh- we did. I like right after that sentence. I was like, they knew someone was going to try and shoot the president. I was like, Would it? it made a noise. I was like, oh, but it made it. The FBI agent, hear me out. We're talking about JFK. Oh my god, I I gotta find the book. There's a. I heard about this. This journalist uh, did a whole thing on it because he he was obsessed with it too, and he yeah. was like, the story doesn't make sense. Yeah. But I don't think it's as conspiratorial as everybody's saying. And he he looked through everything and came up with this accident idea with a guy in the car shot him yeah by I mistake heard, did heard, you hear that yeah, one i heard that one his one of the big that really swayed me was that apparently that night lbj also almost got shot because he was on he was walking around uh white house grounds after night and they were on high alert and somebody saw him didn't recognize him and pulled a gun on him and when they pulled the gun and he was freaking out he was like these mfers are gonna kill me too and i was like what I do you mean that? kill you too yeah so yeah, there's a whole thing that is like the Harvey got one off, but yeah. he would have survived that shot. But the second accidental shot is the one that blew his head off. Hmm. Oh, so he so Lee Harvey Oswald was still there. Yeah, he was still there. You see, I think he's got to be there. He's 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 part of it. Yeah. Now I think and that I think fits into what is more plausible, and uh, I think tends to happen more often in these sort of conspiracy situations is that the government knows something. But they don't do anything. Mm. It's not a government action or a plot. Right. It's more inaction. Right. Like 9-11. Yeah. That's what I've always thought. Something was going to happen, but they didn't know quite what. Yes. And so they just kind of let these guys keep taking flying lessons. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, it was such an unbelievable thing. It's like there's no way. Well, I don't know if they thought like, well, are they going to just 
hijack the plane. Right. Gonna fly the, I, don't, I don't think they knew like exactly the plan. The plan. But I think they knew something was going to happen with those guys. But and they were just following them, kind of letting things happen, mm. and then it happened. And they're like, "Oh crap!" Like we didn't think it was that, or we didn't know it was going to be, <laughs> you know, two, or I don't know, you know, or possibly would have been more. Yeah, but then like all the stuff that shows their connection and surveillance and stuff, all these guys show as well. They knew you so knew something. They had to have acted on it. It's an right. inside job. Mm. I don't think it was an inside job. I think they had inside knowledge, but just didn't do anything or had enough of it. I just got a book the other day. I got to read it. It's that that guy was on Rogan talking about uh, Charles Manson and the Manson family killings. Oh, Tom and how was yeah, and how was MK Ultra and all that. Yeah, super interesting in that one too. Dude, that's a was it? Was his name Tom? Tom? Tom O'Reilly or Miley or Tom? Oh, Tom something. I'm the Irish. Got in my Kindle. Look it up. Yeah, Tom something. No, it's definitely Tom. Charles Manson. I look it up later. Yeah, no, that that Tom O'Neill. Chaos. Tom O'Neill. Tom O'Neill. That's yeah. Chaos, the Manson, yeah, yeah, that sounded pretty interesting. Yeah, I definitely want to read that one. He too. talks about some Roman Polanski stuff too. That, like, apparently Roman Polanski's always been a monster, like forever. Oh yeah, yeah, well, not just like I when mean, he got well, caught, but like he, apparently his entire life he was the worst dude, human that's I've ever heard, lived. Like story, I mean, you hear all these stories about like the Beatles were in Europe and they went to this place that where there was underage prostitution. It's like, what the have heck, you man? have you seen the fourteen year old groupie who's like in pictures with everybody, like oh. with Bowie and with like everybody, God. and it was kind of known. It was like, yeah, you know, she's fourteen, well, whatever. Do you know that there was no age of consent in Paris until like a couple years ago? I did not know that. None. <laughs> so you just fly over there, uh, Roman Polanski style, and just do anything. Oof. Yeah, apparently, it's insane, dude. Man, the world's so screwed. Well, up. apparently, Japan's like that too. It's like. Well now, well, now they have one, and it's like four. It's yeah, 14. it's super young. You know what the age of consent today in in Mexico is? No, twelve. In Mexico, it's twelve. Yes. Jamie, look that up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I read that somewhere. There's a. This is this is maybe the most effed up thing I've heard. But there was a. There there was a a, a famous anime that was directed by this guy who took a lot of heat. Because he got busted for uh, illicit videos of children. Anime, I, mean, I know, media but media. <laughs> but like in the industry, it's like that's their art career. You know, it's like yeah. you know he got busted with them, and I was I was looking into the story like, man, that's messed up. Well, I found out apparently it's it's it is messed up, but it's more messed up than you would think because in Japan it wasn't illegal until like two thousand one. Child porn. Yeah, Whoa. and they gave everybody a warning like, hey, we're about to make it illegal, so if you have any, get rid of it. And his mess up was he didn't get rid of it. That's that was the got. problem. Yeah. I know. Oh my god. Speaking of corrupting you, right? Disney. Disney. Full on embracing uh child grooming, child predatory behavior. So <laughs> predatory? It's pretty predatory. So it, it's, what was the big like thing? It was, okay. It was it was the supposed the don't say gay bill. Okay. That's the whole thing. In that's the Florida, sticking point. Because in Florida, and because that's where Disney World is. The word gay is illegal now. Well, apparently, so is uh, the word marriage if they're <laughs> kindergartners. So I, apparently, this bill is like just across the board. You're not allowed to talk to kindergartners through third grade about uh, relationships, marriage, uh, sex, obviously. You would think, obviously, uh, in Florida schools at all. Yeah. So, like, if your teacher can't be like, well, like, you know, sometimes two daddies get married, but they also can't be like, you know, mommies and daddies, they love each other and they get married. And they, apparently that's illegal too. It's like, no, no one's allowed to talk about this with them except their parents. That's the only people that can talk to them. Yeah, that's a, yeah. So 
it's weird how Congress and like they put they put these bills together uh, that have names like the uh, Affordable Care Act or the uh, <laughs> uh, America Family Rescue right. Plan or whatever, right? <laughs> or like you know the I Love Puppies Plan, or whatever. And then it's like, and then if you don't read against it, it's like, well, we hate puppies. You hate puppies. You're yeah. a puppy hater now. And or like the equality act, All right? These things oh. are just like, okay, you're against equality if you're against. Yeah. It. But this one, what's the name of this bill? It's called like. The parental rights, parental rights, yeah, parental rights bill, like that's what it's called, yeah. The parental rights in education, I don't know, something that's like why that. they reframe it. Well, yeah, it's so it's like, okay, it doesn't even matter the name of the bill, they just change the name to <laughs> right don't to don't say gay. And then people actually think that that's what it is. Do you think people actually think that that this bill says you can't make the word gay illegal? Apparently, Ron Perlman did because he had like a 45 minute rant. I feel like Ron Perlman's like your, your he, Yeah, like, I think so too, actually. He only watches the show. <laughs> and he took it seriously. He, only, he watches Family Feud. There's, <laughs> <laughs> there's a video of him on uh, on Twitter. I think he posted it. He's like, don't say gay. Don't say. Don't you know about the First Amendment? Just losing his mind. I see that. So that that if they're making that sort of argument about the First Amendment, like you can say any word. Like you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. This isn't what that is. Right, at all. What How I understand it is. From a curriculum in edu- in like yes. a uh, lesson plan. Yes, standpoint. that's exactly what it is. So, like a gay teacher could even still say, uh, "Yeah, me and my husband went on vacation last." Right, time. and that's not illegal. That's not illegal to say that, but you can't make a lesson plan right about your gay relationship. Yeah, or like or anybody. Any, like, yeah, anybody. Even like a kid can talk about his two mommies or whatever. Yes, that's still not illegal, but they're just twisting it to say that's any mention. Of anything like that. Is, well, the is, other is, part yeah. that that apparently is a big problem for them is that if uh, children are expressing these ideas, like I don't know, I think I might be gay or whatever, which of course they're in kindergarten and third grade, so I don't think it's <laughs> yeah. conversation they're having. But you're not allowed to keep that information from their parents, <gasps> which that's what? been a big thing that's been happening in schools. Like there was yeah. a story about a, a woman who found out after her daughter attempted suicide that they had been having secret gender affirming meetings at school. And just messing her up. See, and I think this the the solutions to these problems are like is a bill like this. Let's make that mm. illegal to what which I think is a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And this might be a controversial hot take, <laughs> but I don't think the bill like this does enough. Mm, okay. I think it addresses the wrong problem, which is you shouldn't be sending your kids right to these places in the first place. Right. And I think that's the issue. And, and I think that's the issue we miss a lot is like, oh, we have this corrupt politician. We just need to get another politician in. Yes. Like, no, this is, that, <laughs> that, you know, that we need to get the right president. We need to get this. Like, well, how about no president? How about the president doesn't have that power? Right. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like, okay, uh, we, we should have the schools not be allowed to teach this, not be allowed to teach that. Hey, how about they don't teach anything? Mm. How about you teach your own kids? No, we can't do I, that. I mean, that, but that's not on anybody's <laughs> mind of like, hey, no, not at we, all. Why don't we end this experiment of public school and just, you know, I, I, I think even in the inner cities in places, mm. a lot of kids would be better off without public schools. I mean, really, like, I don't know, like learn to weld or something or just, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Or just like learn. I mean, I don't know. It's not keeping anybody out of gangs. Right. I don't think it's not keeping it's it's it's. Grooming them for prison. Yes. A lot of kids or a cubicle. Right. You know, and yeah, man, it's just, it's too, it's a scale problem. I think maybe, mm. you know, 70 years ago or something, 
you had like 10 kids right and you know you could spank them and it, <laughs> it was it was kind of okay but then it became this massive thing right that's just uncontrollable you there is the scale problem you can't there's too many people and you can't have enough teachers spend enough time with each kid mm. to have this be meaningful and effective well, education. I, it's that and also the fact that like 20 years ago 70 70 years ago however in the 60s there was no confusion of like like well are you a boy or a girl what are a boy or a girl yeah what does any of that mean you can be whatever you want we're riding the wave of 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 the death of god yes you know and and, and that's that, that's the whole thing of like do you need to do you need to be a christian to be moral no okay let's but you do need it for morality to exist right to have for it to matter truth. and so uh so we, we We've become more secular, but we're and we think we're we're uh, succeeding, we're mm. doing just fine. Right. We're really just riding the wave of Christianity that happened to splash onto, and there's there's no more of it, and you're you're gonna stop moving. I think we're coming to a, right. like, the slow halt. We're at the end, like the barrel is is yeah. done. It's starting to tumble in on yeah. itself. It's like we got a bunch of baskets of apples. And we think we're doing, we think we're doing all right, and we burn down all the apple trees. Right. And we think we're doing all right because we still got apples and baskets. Mm. But guess what? When that runs out, you've taken away the source. If you take away the Bible and God from your society, you've taken away the source of these truths and morality. And so you might have a few baskets that might last you a while. Right. I think that's what we've seen over the last like several decades. But it's going to run out, and you you're doing away with the source. And I think that's what we're facing with. Mm. We don't know what a woman is now. Right. You know, I think this is the <laughs> this is the basket running dry, <laughs> reaching the bottom. Like, uh, well, I don't know. What do we do? Uh, I don't know. Where are you gonna go? Right. Well, where do apples come from? Yeah. <laughs> How do yeah. we get more? What's a woman? I, look, <laughs> we can tell you, but we got the source. Still. Right. You don't. You gave up the source well, a long time ago. Disney's decided they uh, are all on board with this. Yeah. So it started real slow. It was a, a small thing. They were gonna do an employee walkout, right? So all ten employees. Yeah, nationwide. Company wide, I shouldn't even say nationwide. Company wide, a hundred employees walked out, which for Disney is like nothing. That's barely like but, a but, section of a park. You know what? A hundred, hundred people online sounds, sounds like a lot. Like a lot, right? And so you can get other people who don't work there on board, and that's and what happened. Start a movement. So then they write a letter petitioning Disney to stop building in Florida because they're planning on upgrading the park with new rides and everything. And they're like, "Well, you can't do that because Florida is a fascist dictatorship, and DeSantis is a Nazi, so you got to so stop." Hundred people are saying that. Yeah. But here's the problem. The hundred people are saying that are nobodies, but the people at the top of Disney also buy into this crap. So you have a right. uh, shout out to uh, Faithful Defender on Instagram for putting this all together. She put it all kind of in a small package where you can just find the quotes. But uh, corporate president talks about how she's the mother of a transgender child and a pansexual child. So okay. she's all on board with this. Um, there was another one. What's her name? Because this one was interesting. Uh, one of their executive producers was talking about how she had heard from the outside, like, well, you got to be careful at Disney. They won't really let you show this. They won't let you show this. They won't let you show this. But when she got there, the quote was, nobody at all was against my not-so-secret gay agenda. Mm. That they were, not only were they not against it, they were fully in support of it. Like, yeah, do it, whatever. Who cares? Yeah, I saw. I saw that one. Like a web, yeah, a web, yeah. All of this was leaked because nobody yeah. was supposed to know about this. So now they've committed to one. They have a diversity officer, and they're committed to making half of all characters in all Disney movies going forward 
LGBTQ plus AI uh, or minority, which is weird that those two things are grouped together. <laughs> like so, someone's got to be gay or brown. <laughs> That's the rule. Lump them in. <laughs> That's such a weird categorization to have like that. Like gay and brown is a twofer. Yeah. If you yeah, if you get one, you're good for like five movies. Yeah. You get like all the infinity stones. <laughs> cripple and gay. Oh and man. But yeah, it's getting wild. They're all in. They're all in. So like say this happens, say we start seeing some of these changes. Mm-hmm. We start seeing Woody and Buzz kissing each other. <laughs> and what what's our response what's our response as uh Christians to this with with children? To this sort of thing. That's what I've thought about this week. Because I I was pretty uh, Disney didn't matter to me for most of my life. Yeah. I was not like obviously yeah, being a boy, I wasn't like a big Disney fan because it's all princesses and stuff. I like I like the jungle book. Yeah. I thought Lion King was kind of soft. I wasn't a fan. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest with you. I got tired of Lion King real fast. Yeah. I hated Bambi. Bambi was the I hated Bambi. I gained a new appreciation later for Bambi. Uh, as like a film, as a film, mm-hmm. and like kind of how groundbreaking it was and stuff. But as a story Especially for as children, a as a kid, I was like, nah, not into it. This is so love the Jungle Book. Slow. That was my favorite one. I uh, and Pixar Jungle stuff was later was that, great. Yeah, that, that's, that's why I really got I like all like, oh, the Incredibles. I right, loved, like all those. Yeah, as a kid. But you know, my wife's the first like huge Disney fan I ever met. Like her family was like into Disney stuff. Yeah, they're like. <laughs> Drinking Kool-Aid. They're art. serious, yeah. They're like it's a cult. Man. They've got the ears. They've got the backpacks. They're those people in the the, the uh, Instagram video. I better say. I better look around and see if they <laughs> any Disney paraphernalia. Disney paraphernalia. I got Mandalorian up there. Yeah, but they do the. I ordered these online from an Etsy maker who does their own custom ears. Oh. Yeah, they're that deep. Okay. They're they they are to Disney like we were to comic books. Oh wow, that's where they are. <laughs> So when that happened, obviously, because, I mean, Disney's model is nostalgia and families, right? Yeah. Like, you're going to share it with your kids, and your kids are going to grow up on this stuff. And now we have kids, so I'm like, do we cancel Disney Plus? Do we do we go kids, to the parks anymore? I asked the kids the other day, uh, what if I said y'all can't watch Disney Plus anymore? <laughs> and they're just looking at me, and Audrey goes, <laughs> and Audrey goes no. <laughs> <laughs> but then Nolan wanted to watch this, like, Spider-Man Lego thing that was mm. on Netflix. Uh-huh. And he was asking me to watch it. He's like, I want to watch the Spider-Man Lego. I want to Spider-Man Lego show. And, but they watch Disney Plus all the time. He's right. Spider-Man stuff on there. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what if I said y'all can't watch Disney Plus anymore? Audrey was like, no. And I was like, well, Spider-Man Lego's on Netflix. <laughs> so I got to work around. So like right at that moment, he didn't care. <laughs> as long as he has access to Spider-Man. He was like Esau about to give up Disney Plus forever <laughs> because he wanted to watch one show. Yeah, and that makes it hard too because Disney owns everything, right? So if you don't want to spend money on Disney, everything's out the window. So this gets into kind of what we're talking about with like the vaccinations Uh and the fetus, the the baby. Yes, yes, yes. From the original, right? All those things. Uh, So and then we've had that discussion Mm -hmm. of like, do we avoid things or ban things or prohibit things because of their evil origins? Yes, it was evil origins in that one. For this, it's for their evil current present current ideology evil, things and stuff that's going right. on. Right, um, and that's hard because it, if some if it was like that, but there are things like that. Like even our our cell phones are yeah. like you know a lot of the 
minerals and elements and stuff that are on our cell phones are, are mined and produced by slaves in, mm-hmm. in other countries. Like, we know that. Right. We still buy cell phones. Yeah. And like, everybody's on them. And it's totally fine. Because you have to. Well, do you? I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you want to be part of society, you do. I think, for, I think for a lot of people, it's like, well, me giving up my iPhone is going to do nothing. I'm going to, mm. it's going to seriously impact my life not to have a smartphone. Yes. And it's also not going to end the slave Right. It's now. not going to hurt Apple you know at I mean? all. So it's like, well, then heck, uh, you know, if, if there was like millions <laughs> of us and we're all doing it yes. together, it's like, all right, we're going to figure out another way to talk to each other. We're all going back to flip phones. So do, I mean, does a, a church-wide boycott of Disney do anything? So in these situations, I think about that because I think about like, uh, you think about it in terms of Disney Plus or as like this brand that's mm-hmm. for kids. Yes. Uh, and it's going to it's it's gonna start showing things that we already have on Netflix mm-hmm. or on Hulu or whatever. Like right. we watch Modern Family. Yes. So it's like, okay, should I not watch that because my kids can't watch mm-hmm. two young cartoon gay characters kissing or something? And so then it gets into like, well, they, well, we understand, right? We're able right, to like right, right. We can filter, filter it better, right. and th- but they don't. They're just, but that goes into how much oversight do you have of your kids' entertainment to begin with? Mm. And are you letting them just have the remote or right. have the phone and just watch whatever they want right. and think, well, it's safe because it's Disney or it's safe because it's whatever. And just uh, you can watch anything on Disney. Or you can watch mm-hmm. anything on this brand. Right. You can watch anything from this studio, whatever. I don't think so. I mean, I wouldn't say like, well, it's cart, it's animated, so it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Well, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not. You know, I remember one time we were staying with my nana, and she was like, "Here, let me get y'all something to watch." And she saw South Park. Like, here, we, here we go. Here's some cartoons. And I and I knew I was like ten or eleven. I was like, I knew like, oh, this is this like, is gonna not get well. I was like. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're, I don't think we're supposed to watch this. She's like, "What?" And she heard our curse. She's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> but you know, it, that was uh, when she canceled cable. <laughs> it was a different, okay, different grandparent. Yeah, this, this parent does have that. Uh, no, but it, it, but it is that thing of just like, well, I'm just like, I think a lot of parents don't want to talk to their kids mm. and don't want to have this education to their kids, so they're pawning it off in schools, mm. and then they're like, "Oh, wait a second, I don't want you to teach them that." Say, well, hang on. You've already pushed them through the door. You've already committed to this like two income lifestyle, right? And where you don't want to spend the days with your kids. Mm. So they, you can't, you can't at the same time send them off and then get upset when they start learning things you don't want them to learn. You know. And well, you used to not have to worry about it. You used to not have to have those conversations. Like nobody had to have those conversations before. Yeah. Because it wasn't so. Blatant, but it was always your responsibility. Yes, to raise your own kids, but teach your own. It kids. was easier to push it off because, like, when are you going to see that? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it, when when thinking about this, and this is that, especially as the kids get older, and but we we do it even now. We I want to lean less on prohibition and mm. more on contextualization. Okay. So, if you have a clue what your kids are watching or consuming or doing then you can have some sort of oversight in filtering it for them mm. of what they're watching, what they're, what they're seeing and stuff. So, and I think it's important for parents to tell the kids the truth right. and as soon as possible. And I think we don't, it's like we question when should we tell our kids about death? When should we mm. tell our kids mm-hmm. about whatever, right. you know, a lot of things. And I think that the level of detail can wait, right, but right. the concepts I think we should be implementing 
very early. Right. Like very soon. So my, yeah. kids are, my kids are five and three. And they'll say stuff like, I want to marry Joe, you know, mm-hmm. like, or, or, you know, Audrey will say something like, I want to marry uh, Allie at, you know, whatever. It's like, no, you can't marry Allie. <laughs> you can't marry girls. Mm-hmm. Girls marry boys and boys marry girls. And so like, oh. And so they, so they get right. it's like, okay. But then I say, but some people mm. think that boys can marry boys and girls can marry girls. Or like Nolan, like Audrey will pretend to be pregnant and like put the baby <laughs> in, her, in her shirt. And then Nolan will do it too. He's like, I'm pregnant too. And then we always say, that's funny, uh, but boys can't get pregnant. Right. Boys can't have babies. Only girls have babies. And But then I say, but some people think boys can have babies, but they can't. So, but I, 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 t- I tell them that because I don't want them to go to college and right. meet a transgender <laughs> person who's pregnant. And be like, what? This uh, guy has a baby. Yeah. Or like, you know, girls paint their nails or right. whatever. And it's like, but some boys paint, also paint their nails, you know, or wear dresses or mm. whatever. Girls wear dresses and boys don't. But there are some people who think boys do wear dresses or can wear dresses, but they're wrong. Mm. And I tell them that. And I want to expose them because one of my biggest goals in parenting is for my kids to not be surprised or shocked by worldviews. Right. You know, that's why we're even teaching them about Hindu and Muhammad mm. and stuff and like other religions and stuff. We're not prohibiting these things. Right. We're contextualizing it. Mm. Like they pretend to be Shiva. Audrey <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. stands behind Nolan <laughs> with her hands out and Nolan does his and they do it. And so, you know, and I'm trying to contextualize that in the realm of superheroes. Right. Exactly. Yeah. These are just, stories that people used yes, to read. These are just things. These are not true. Right. But they exist. And it, I want you to know about them mm-hmm. and know why they're not true. And But some people think they are. So that it's contextualization. It's teaching. It's putting it in the context for your kid to understand mm. these things, not just outright prohibiting. Because I think that was our generation. Yes, was very just much. Like, no, don't talk about Islam or don't talk about Mormonism. Or right, no, right. Don't, you know, anything. <laughs> and it's like, no, how about you have that conversation and you can actually understand why these are things are incorrect and why what the truth is and how right. it applies to the situation and so with disney or something or with, with what they're having now you know i i tend to lean towards the idea of letting them watch certain things and contextualizing it for them and saying you know that's not real because mm-hmm. like even like with santa claus or something, right right you know we were like prohibited from like participating <laughs> yes right of like or like but kind of. I mean, we still watch Rudolph and stuff. Uh-huh. We didn't like it wasn't like banned or like whatever. But we just always understood he's a he's like he's a Mickey, character. He's like Mickey Mouse yeah. or just speaking of Disney <laughs> or Chewbacca, right? Or whatever. He's nice. It's fun, but it's not real. Mm. And I think kids are okay with that, especially as long as they still get presents, right? <laughs> you know? No matter who it's coming right. from. But the, but they knew this guy's not gonna come down your chimney. He's mm-hmm. not gonna be coming. You know here. And then, you know, so that's what we're doing with the kids. We right. do Santa Claus. We will even take a picture if it's not $50. Right. <laughs> you know, or whatever. We'll watch the TV, watch, you know, shows and stuff. But it's just a fun character thing. Right. That comes along with Christmas time, whatever. Mm. And so, but, and I think that's a, that's a better way to do it than outright prohibiting. Right. And banning something with no context, no understanding, no education. But I think that's easier for people to do. Yes. Because it's like, well, I don't know about Islam. Right. I know about <laughs> these things, so I'd just rather not even mm. talk about it. It's like, well, you better educate yourself because someone's, someone's going to talk, talk to your kid about it. So we can't 
beat around the bush and mm-hmm. like be coy with these things because the, their teacher's not, their professor's not, right? Other kids' parents are not, other their friends are not, whoever they're going to come in contact with the world. Yes, unless we go Amish or you know <laughs> or like live in a bubble, they're going to interact with the world. Mm. They shouldn't be blindsided by worldviews and different perspectives and stuff. They should know how to engage those things. And mm. I think getting that, getting them started. I mean, we even talk about like death and stuff yeah and like heaven and hell and things and and there's uh, there's so much they can't understand even of just like what that even means right um you know like if 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 they're running out in the street or something we'll tell them hey don't run off out into the street right and they're like why why what happens well okay and and i'm not (laughs) telling them because i said so right because that's useless that's a lie the truth is you're going to get hit by a car and die. Yeah. That's, that's what I tell them. <laughs> I've had that too. I mean, and that's what I tell the kids. I, I say, don't run out in the street. Stop. Don't do that. Hold our hand. And they're like, why? It's like, because you'll get hit by a car and die. Mm. And again, there's only the understanding of what all that means will come. Right. So at least you're telling your kids the truth. I think it's parents' responsibility to tell our kids the truth and contextualize everything in the world mm-hmm. to so that they can understand with, with mine. He's, he, he's been to the hospital enough times, especially with his broken wrist <laughs> that he was like, Oh, well the hospital fixes stuff. So he's like, well, if I get electrocuted, I'll go to the hospital. I'm like, well, yeah, but maybe, but you also might just die. And he's like, Oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't think they understand really what death, death means. Well, though. he does, but <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think they even do. Like, I don't think we do like totally as far as like mm. what it'll feel like or what, you know, he knows that if you're dead, you're gone. Right. And I think that's enough for him to be like, I don't want to be gone. Right. But he doesn't, yeah, you're right. He doesn't understand, like, no, it's going to hurt really bad when a car runs you over. Right. And, yeah, we've talked about that. We've talked about like, heaven and hell because we were watching the show. It wasn't Coco, but it was kind of like that mm-hmm. where they had, like, the Ofrendas and, like, Day of the Dead and stuff. And they're talking to ghosts and stuff. Okay. And they're like, oh, they're like, you know, it's a ghost. And there's like, ghosts are like singing a song or something. <laughs> and uh, I think it was on Disney Plus, actually. And <laughs> Disney I, Plus. I, I know. And, but so what, what are you going to do? Yeah, right. like, oh, no ghosts. I don't want them to believe in ghosts. So right. I let them watch this thing. Or do I tell them, hey, ghosts aren't real. And when you die, you go to heaven or hell. And I told them that. Right. And they're like, oh, okay, what's that? And I told them, as much as I know about heaven. And as much as I know about hell, and I was like, so you don't come back and haunt. Like, there's no limbo. There's no, like, you're dead. You're, right. You're, 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 you're gone. You're, you're not here. You're either in heaven or hell. And that's when you die. And that's like, and again, more unpacking in detail will come along with that. But it's important to tell your kids. I don't think parents want to tell their kids that. Mm. Even parents who, even Christian parents who believe in heaven and hell, they don't want to tell their five-year-old, when you die, you will either go to heaven or hell. Mm. So they don't want to tell them anything. They want right. to plus. To just not show ghosts, you know what I mean? Right, right. And it's like, and they'll get pissed off if they show ghosts on Disney. So it's like, okay, what's the better mm. situation? Just prohibit them, or just get mad that Disney Plus showing ghosts, or have a conversation with your freaking kid, right? And talk to your kid, and be in their lives, and know what they're consuming, mm. and be able to contextualize it for them. I mean, we're really just punting our responsibilities as parents, right? If we're not doing the work of educating ourselves for those things. And then so that we can educate our kids when they face it, because they're going to face that. They're going to see ghosts. They're going right. to see, you know, a, a lot of different things that that don't measure up, don't, you know, come up or in line with our worldview. Mm. So what are you going to do? I mean, and that's why these kids aren't Christian in college. 
because that's where you experience the most radical worldview tidal waves. Right. You know? And so they just get washed away because they had no clue about any of these things. They just knew it was bad or they just knew whatever. And then they have a gay friend and he's awesome. And, <laughs> and he's, he's cool. Great. Like, he's great, nice his guy. family loves him. Yeah, and yeah. It's like, well, okay, there you go. But they had no context for anything like that. They just thought it was bad people you had to stay away from. Yes. Right. It's like, that's insane. Don't, <laughs> like, yeah. So we had that with evolution a little bit. Cause he's like, you know, dinosaurs and volcanoes and the earth and all this stuff. Yeah. So we'll go to whatever aquarium. We just went to the aquarium this week and there was a, a horseshoe crab. And the little sign was there, and, and my wife was reading it. And she was like, "Oh, look! It says they they're older than dinosaurs." And I was like, "Yeah, but like by a day, maybe." <laughs> and she's even she's like kind of contextual, like, "Oh, I forget. We have to like rewire that." I'm like, "Yeah, it's not because it's everywhere." I think we lost that battle, and then we're losing subsequently all the other ones because like evolution is the first step to like, well, the rules don't matter. Yeah. Well, and yeah, the conservatives are are losing that battle. Yes, by true. Believing Christians, well, because they have nothing to stand on. Right. What are they conserving? Like for what? Why? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I I've thought about this, and I think conservation demands reformation. So if you're going to be a conservative, yeah. you have to also be reformative. But yeah, you know they don't to go backwards, right? <laughs> they're yeah, that's what they're doing. They're trying to pull back instead yeah. of like, well, maybe they have legitimate problems that do need to be fixed, but the answer is not public works or social yeah. programs or yeah. you know that's yeah that's and, that, and that's that's what you'll hear like any from any sort of like leftist liberal kind of mindset too is uh you know how do we save the inner cities what do we do about education what mm. do we do about uh teen pregnancy what do we do about uh gangs and stuff gang violence and all these things right uh their answer first is money yes we need money more money we need more money for more programs for more government things and it's like they're just as obsessed with money as the capitalists they just believe it's in the wrong hands right okay but you see money's not the problem any, but I think even the pagan worldview can understand that money doesn't solve your problem. Like how many rich people and celebrities do you have to hear mm. who aren't Christian say, "Hey, money's not going to solve everything. We're all depressed. We're all still, you know, slapping each other on stage, and, <laughs> you know, getting made a cuckold of." And uh, you know, so to say, money is the answer is like you just know that's not true. Like mm. even from pagan worldview, you all not have that much enough sense. To know it's not the answer. That's not you know, yeah, but, but it's it always it, the first because it comes say. back to too like what if I tell you how to do it, then it'll be right. Like yeah, they didn't know the how right to do person it. Has right, the money. Yeah. it's just the leadership. No right person, but well, we need a different leader. It's like there's never been true communism. There's no. Yeah. It's like okay, well, whatever. Yeah. Well, finishing up before we head out, uh, you wanted to talk about this. Yeah. So our our conversation with the naked pastor. Uh, the big, most revealing question we asked him was what was the catalyst and changing mm. point of, of starting him on this deconstruction path of to kind of give things up or, well, he wouldn't say give things up. He would say the question, question, question everything right. and look past belief, look beyond belief. I never really understand what he said until he, he, he answered us about um, what kind of was the first crack in that like mm -hmm. looking past the curtain or whatever. Right. And he said he read a book. What was the name of the book? I, for, I always forget Oh, the words of Jesus or uh, something like that. Yeah. I don't know. It was some book about the Bible and uh, the silence of Jesus, the silence of Jesus. I forget the author, but uh, definitely I'll read it and then talk to him again about it. But um, he was talking about that kind of like made him doubt the inerrancy of scripture and the reliability of scripture and the inspiration of scripture. And that kind of set him on this path of like questioning everything and stuff which makes 
100% sense because when you start questioning the foundation that right. everything is built on, well, of course, it's all going to come crumbling down. And Christianity is built on God's word. And so that's – if you start messing with that, you start pulling things, start doubting things from there, everything's going to come crashing down right. later because that's what everything's built on. So he brought up Karl Barth and uh, this theologian, reformed theologian um, from like the 60s. He was like hmm. the day kind of area. And what he had to say about scripture – about it's not the truth it but it points to the truth mm, right right and so he was he was talking about that and how that is like Karl Barth's view of scripture and inerrancy and, and, and inspiration of scripture and stuff and it was interesting and so and i had and i knew i had read this but i didn't have it on hand in my mind and on hand but i knew i read this book by matthew barrett called god's word alone it's part of this five solas series where they go through all the solas and this one is the soul of scripture the authority of scripture god's word alone and in it, there's a section about uh, Karl Barth. And so it's called Liberalism's Neo-Orthodox Nemesis, Karl Barth. And so Karl Barth was, <laughs> a, I would say Karl Barth was a Christian, and he was a faithful theologian, and he was not liberal, okay. but he understood them very well, I mm. think, the liberal theology, uh, and, and, and spoke against them a lot. But his view of Scripture was incorrect, and it okay. kind of shows holes in his in his like theories and stuff about inspiration of scripture and reliability of scripture so his whole thing was that like just what the naked pastor guy said uh it's it's not the truth it's the it points to the truth Mm -hmm. and that is the same sort of language that the naked pastor is using of like look beyond belief right what's past the curtain what's past the denominations Mm -hmm. and religions and stuff and so i think he's using that same kind of framework that Karl Barth had of like Scripture is scripture itself. The words aren't God's word, right? But they they can. Karl Barth's thing was that they can be God's word. So let me let me find it. Uh, we're just talking about that. So he says uh, Bart wrote that quote: "The Bible tells us not how we should talk with God, but what He says to us. Not how we find the way to Him, but how He has sought and found the way to us. It is this which is within the Bible." The word of God is within the Bible. Mm. So that's how he kept fra- like phrasing it stuff. He says the word or logos for, for Bart takes on three forms. Christ, scripture, and the proclamation of the gospel. So uh, he's quoted saying the Bible, Bart said, is God's word to the extent that God causes it to be his word. To the extent that he speaks through it. So like he can mm. speak through you mm-hmm. or through a song or through scripture. Or right. through scripture. And he's saying the scripture is written by man. And God can speak through it. And so it itself isn't God's actual word. Right. It's it can be. Mm. And so it's almost like when it's effective or whatever, right. Then it was. Mm. Which which a lot of this sounds very like, okay, yeah, I right. get it. It's like, it's such a small shift. Yeah. Well, especially when we start talking <laughs> about like baptism, right? Something like that. Well, it's not right. You know what I mean? Like baptism doesn't save you. Right. Right. But it's a representation and mm-hmm. can means something mm. it doesn't always just water h2o but it can mean something right and so that gets so and that's what i believe and so it's like okay well we start thinking about that way of scripture it sounds very true it sounds mm. like it could be true but he says bart may have had a higher view of scripture when compared to liberalism but he did not affirm the traditional view of verbal plenary inspiration and inerrancy mm-hmm. like in the actual words so um so he says he, he maintained that christ is the word of god 
but we can, uh, but we cannot say the same of Scripture. Instead, the Bible may become the Word of God as God Himself uses it as a vehicle in the world. But it is not the case that the Bible is the Word of God. Mm. They say the Bible is God's Word to the extent that it causes that He causes it to be the Word, to the extent that He speaks through it. So, again, it's just like this tool that He uses, or whatever. Right. Um, so He says Bart criticized fundamentalism for its biblicism. <laughs> which turns scripture into a paper pope, which again, that sounds, have you ever heard somebody say like, don't put the Bible on the ground. Don't let it touch the ground. Yes. Yes. It's like, uh, don't write in it. Don't, don't, yeah. yeah. Don't write in it. Don't yes. let it touch the ground. That is a kind of, I think, idolatry right. of the leather and the paper. Yes. And the yes. Ink, you know, like, this, this thing item that I have, right. And this the, talisman, if right. you will. It's very Catholic, <laughs> yes. you know, relic of uh -huh. something special about this physical object. Right. So again, I can kind of see where Bart would like, or people would believe this and see this as like, well, yeah, sure. It's not the paper and the ink and the right. Word. It's what's in it. Well, then how far do you take that? Right. Though? Because then it's, well, that's not the word of God. The word of God is in the paper mm -hmm. and the ink and the, in the leather and stuff. Um, but so the evangelical response to Bart is where he gets to also. Um, he says, Bart will deny, yet Bart will deny the inerrancy of the biblical witness, which means he is not, he is basing his doctrinal formulations upon a text he does not and cannot totally trust. Mm. So he says, uh, the God who became, uh, at this point, we should ask why Bart sees inscripturation as a hindrance to God's free will. After all, isn't this the God who became incarnate? If God can and desires to bind himself to human flesh, why can he not do this for human speech as well? Some wonder whether Bart fell prey to the adoptionist heresy. Ben Hooser, Kevin mm. Ben Hooser, puts it this way. To say that scripture only becomes God's word when God, in his freedom, takes use of it is to return to the Christological heresies, what adoptionists said about the Logos taking on humanity. Right. Right. So that the adoptionist thing is like, well, he didn't become man. Right. He like worked through. Christ became the son of God when right. he, whatever. <laughs> right. It says, if Jesus, God in the flesh, has spoken via human words, and he has, then we have an undeniable case of divine speech. Hmm. Telford work concludes, quote, when Jesus opens his mouth and speaks scripture, Bart's distinction evaporates. So as his view of scripture fails to match Jesus's own view of scripture, let alone that of his inspired disciples. So if God can become flesh right. and manifest in that way of like, not just in a vehicle sort of way, right, right. but in, an in actual, a true way, physical material way, why couldn't he do the same with speech mm. and, and what the words actually say? So I think it's almost this Gnostic thing of like, well, that's mm. too, you know, what is human speech right. to contain God? Right, you know, right, right. God's words. Like, well, what is human? God, I mean, <laughs> right. Christ incarnate <laughs> becoming fully man. I mean, why can't this be God's word? And that's, so that's the thing. Mm. And he even kind of went into like, does he misunderstand scripture because he misunderstands Christ? Oof. Man. You know, it's like, yeah, so it's put simply, one might say that Bart doesn't get scripture right because he doesn't get Jesus right. Mm. I don't know about go that far, but I, there's definitely an inconsistency with right. what he believes about Christ and what he believes about scripture. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, so that that is very interesting. I thought that was was very, um, I want to read more Carl Bart for sure and uh, kind of nail a lot of this down. But that was kind of this, you know, couple page response to the whole Bart, you know, his, his theories and his theology about scripture and stuff. Mm. So I'd like to read more about that and read, uh, uh, 
Naked Pastor's That's really interesting. In that other book he read. Naked Pastor talked about how I, – I, I didn't catch it too much when he was saying it. It kind of stuck with me, but I've thought about it more since then. When he was talking about how deconstruction is like the crucifixion and how like his understanding of fully God and fully man is so foreign from what me and you – how we would use that phrase. Because he was saying like you know, the man part of Jesus when he's dying on that tree doesn't know the resurrection's coming. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Of course he knows the resurrection's yeah, coming. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah. It's, yeah. a, it, it's almost that idea, like, well, if you misunderstand Christ. It's a Gnostic. I mean, it really is that, like, separating yes. the spiritual and the physical. Right. And, and it's like, no, the God created the physical, though. I mean, is that a Catholic hang-up? Because, like, I, when I think about Catholic iconography and we see Jesus on the cross, yeah. it's still kind of clean and kind of dig. Like, he's bleeding, but it's very, like, heroic. And we, it's not, like, spit and blood and pus and, yeah. you know, like, it's, the real humanity of right. dying like that. It's either heroic or he's like a weakling up there. He's right. Like, <laughs> like hanging. Yeah. yeah. They're very sad and just kind of creepy. <laughs> but it was actually, I mean, I, I think the res- the cross was more, I think it's more humiliating than we tend to think. Yes. You know? Yes. Because even in like Passion of the Christ, he had like a loincloth. Yeah. No, you're stripped. Dude, you're exposed mean, and naked. Like, oh, we can't do that. Well, that's it. I mean, that is the exposed, humiliated like, mm. look, we can't even do what the Romans did. You know what I mean? Right. Even in Hollywood and all right. this, you know, <laughs> Holly weird, you know, we, we, could, we can't do that because it's too humiliating. It's like, mm. Yeah, that's the That's point. the crucifixion. That's the sacrifice. Right. I mean, it, it is that lack of dignity and lack to death, even death on a cross. Mm. It's not a, a, a blaze of fire, but right. glory. Right. You know, yes. That kind of thing. It is a humiliating. And I don't think we grasp that enough of like, oof, I can't even. You know, it's like seeing your dad cry. So right. Like, oh, man. Yeah. This, I mean, stripped naked, <laughs> flesh hanging off, spit on, yeah. beaten, just no dignity. It, yeah. It, it, it was heroic. It was the ultimate, like, uh, redemption and, and, and heroic act. But it was also the worst, most degrading, mm. no dignity, no, I mean, people can't even look at him. Right. You know? Yeah. And uh, we don't, I don't think we capture that in all of our mm. artistic interpretations of whatever especially catholicism and all this right stuff. i don't think we captured how that like real low you know because that to to a religious mind is uh obscene yes you know god died no way you're out of your mind that's disgusting that's that's a you're you're horrible for saying that that's what they said to christians right what your god died no no, no. <laughs> that's not well even that he became flesh yeah like that's what's wrong with you but that is the whole gnostic thing of like you know he wasn't real right you know this is dirty you wouldn't do this this, you don't want this but that leads over into a lot of i think a lot of evangelical people have of well this world is just gonna go away right don't 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 worry about it don't love anything in this world don't do anything which again you can make a little argument for that but it's to redeem the world right not love it as it is in its fallen state but to work to redeem things one of the yeah. things that stuck with me the most that I, I hadn't thought about before because I hadn't put it together before, but the idea that when the Jews went into the promised land, they still had Joseph's bones. Mm-hmm. That was like a whoa moment for me because it was like this. Uh, they cared about Yeah, it, the body still mattered, yeah. like the dignity yes. of that. And they're taking it into the promised land. And I, we don't have that at all. Like, this they, body doesn't I matter. Mean, their whole goal was land. Yes. Right. Pro- <laughs> I mean, their pro- it was promised the land. The promised land, yes. Not promised heaven. <laughs> You know what I mean? Right. It wasn't promised like even eternity in heaven. It was promised land. Mm. I've given you land. I'm gonna make and also generations, yes. lineage. That was family, the sons, too. daughters, family yes. and lineage, and everything. It's like wait, I thought it was like some amusement park in the sky. Right. <laughs> no, this is it's it's more flesh and blood than we think. Mm. 
I think. And so. I think we don't take it. I wish we took this seriously. This is the last thing. But I, I've started to take this more seriously. That verse that says, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Yeah. I think that's yeah. literal. Like, the that's earth. not the, the, earth. the earth. It's theirs. Yeah. The meek. Right. And I think we took that seriously. Everything would look different. Disney Plus would look different. Yeah. And with how much we we chase after material possessions naturally, mm. you'd think. Right. I mean, <laughs> but then I mean, maybe that's the point. That's, mm. that's what people think. is like, well, no, I, I want those things. So, that so they're bad. Well, no. I mean, I think that's the whole purity culture. Right. Thing yes. Like, no, no, no. That's Obscene. bad. That's bad. Abstinence no, is the answer. There's a right way to pursue material things. Right. And it's the... And air the earth thing. It's the new heaven, new earth yes. thing. You know, it's the it's a idea of redemption, not as it is in its fallen state, mm. but in the as it will of, be, as it will be, and 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 we participate in that in yes. redeeming things it, by doing them: marriage, family, education, business, in a Christian way. Yes, because you can. Right. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Cool. Well, everybody, thank you for tuning in. Uh, we'll have this up on the Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on everything. Until then, we'll see you guys next week. This has been the time and the place. See you.